guys, and welcome back to another episode of Fit and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a brain performance coach, also certified nutritionist, integrative health coach and fitness coach. And I'm here, guys, to help you learn some really cool tools how to use to help you to use your brain better so you could get out there and do your absolute best and live your best life experience, feeling and doing, again, your absolute, if not best, then pretty damn good. So today I'm going to give you three really cool tools to learn how to adjust your emotional, your mental state from super excited to calm or from anxious and jitter to again calm, relaxed and more confident. Um, also, you're going to learn a tool that allows you to know whether you, where you are on a spectrum of being able to adjust your stress levels and your relaxed or aroused state, right? How good you are at adjusting your state from excited or anxious, overly enthusiastic and all over the place. You know, sometimes excitement does that. Adjust that to more relaxed and calm and peace and confident where you can do really deep work like your writing, maybe your art, or maybe think on a long-term strategy, right? Or focus for... um for a couple of hours working on some important project, maybe important presentation, maybe important piece of music, um, or maybe your book. How do you adjust your nervous system to get into the state that you need to be at to to show up for the moment in your best possible um, state? Like I remember when I gave my last public talk about focus, brain, nutrition, and lifestyle, uh, you know, before uh, public speaking, you always get this, I don't know, jitters, you're excited, but you also need to be uh, a little bit on a calmer side. So words and phrases and all your material comes easier to you. And so you don't stumble, you don't rush through it, you take your time and you deliver best performance, not this just the information, but best performance, right? So uh, what I actually did, uh, because it also was very aligned with my talk, at the beginning of the talk, I did breathing exercise to show the concept, to demonstrate the concept of how you can adjust your state from, you know, overly excited, enthusiastic, maybe nervous, to a little bit calmer and confident state, right? So I uh, demonstrated the breathing technique, but then also the same technique helped me to adjust my state. And so the rest of the talk, because I strategically put this breathing exercise at the beginning of my talk, so the rest of the talk was really amazing. Like when I'm re-watching my videos these days, I always like kind of uh, a little bit proud and blown away by the performance I was able to give. It was my first talk on stage uh, in quite a while. And it was my best talk till this day. So I can't wait to get back on stage. But the, uh, the point is, so I used this, I demonstrated it to give this tool to the audience. But also at the same time, I used it on myself and it helped me to adjust my state and to be in the perfect state to deliver that talk energetic, but also calm and confident. And 
these tools, they're so powerful and they work for everyone. You just need to get into the habit of using them. So another example, if, for example, you need to reach out to a lot of people and propose your project and maybe you're too nervous and at the same excited, uh, the same time excited, and you need to be a little bit calmer and confident to compose yourself and to think in a more clear fashion. So you can use your breathing. So the first tool I'm going to introduce to you is breathing. You can use your breathing to adjust that state and to get calmer. Or maybe if you are on the opposite side of the spectrum and you are too calm and it's afternoon and you're almost sleepy, but you need to be a little bit more up to start calling people maybe maybe before an important uh, Zoom coaching call or important presentation live or online. And you need to be a little bit aware more awake, alert, and energized, right? And a little bit more on an excited side, not so much on a sleepy side. You can use your breathing for that too. And um, in a moment, you're going to learn, and I already mentioned and demonstrated in an audible fashion this breathing technique uh, quite a few times in this podcast. But um, I always kind of like to bundle things. So you have a few tools for the same purpose. And when you think about adjusting your state, again, it also helps to be less anxious, more confident before an important uh, something that you are about to do. So when you bundle things, your brain kind of compartmentalizes everything and is in one place. And when you think of one, you usually think of all of the rest. That's why it's always great to bundle things, uh, similar things that you can use for a similar purpose. So the first is breathing. If you want to get calmer from maybe uh, too anxious or too excited or state or maybe nervous and you know, you have like these jitters before an important something and you want to calm yourself down, you simply prolong your breathing out timing. Um, what I mean by that is there are different techniques and different um, methods of doing that, but I usually recommend to just make sure that your breathing out time is twice as long as breathing in. So if you breathe in for the count of four, like your breathing out should be count of eight. Try to kind of, you know, of course, keep it similar counting rate or counting speed, but uh, I always stay on the safe side and prolong the breathing out even longer. So breathe in and then really, really long breath out. I make it, I made it with a sound, but what I usually would do is just use my nose and breathe in for four, breathe out for eight and longer. Do this three times, three times, and I guarantee you that you're going to change your state. I change it on the stage, guys. You can do it at home or anywhere you need to do it. That's number one. Number two is the opposite. How do you get from sleepy to alert, awake, and more excited? Well, first of all, movement always helps. If you are somewhere where you can do a few squats, a few jumps, then please do that. That's really bring your alertness levels up. Maybe a few jumping jacks, burpees. But when it comes to breathing, it's hyperventilation. You basically breathe in, breathe out really fast. I like to do that breathing in with my nose, breathing out with my mouth. And 20, 30 times, 
do two, three cycles and your state gonna change immediately. Guys, immediately works better than coffee, but without all the downsides. I am I love coffee, but sometimes, you know, you already got your coffee fix for the day and you just need to use the breathing. Plus, it's good for so many other things and it increases blood circulation toward your toward the brain and all the other organs, increases your energetic state in your body. So hyperventilation, when you need to be more awake, alert, a little bit more enthusiastic, a little bit out there, right? A little bit more loud, perhaps louder. Um, and you might even hear that my voice changed once I did even a little bit of this breathing. So these two techniques, breathing out twice as long as you're breathing in time and hyperventilation breathing, um, the slow breathing three cycles, I would recommend the same for the hyperventilation three cycles of 25 to 30 really fast breath, breath in, breath out without any um, pauses in between. I wonder, guys, if you hear this noise, like there's always something happening um, on the top of my apartment in the morning, but uh, they just a little bit of a sidetrack. So now you have one tool to adjust the state of your nervous system to adjust your state. Again, also works for anxiety and confidence. So if you're a little bit more anxious, do the breathing that prolongs your breath out. If you are, um, I don't know, too confident, <laughs> Hyperventilate, um, but maybe that won't actually help uh, your confidence, but it will calm you down. Uh, but for anxiety, especially if you feel like you know you're a little bit more too anxious about something coming up, or you think something might happen, just use this breathing that also helps with sleep, with falling asleep and sleeping better. So. I would even recommend five minutes if you're having troubles with sleep before sleep. So breathe in for the count of four and breathe out for the count of eight and do that for five minutes before sleep and you'll you'll have such a more blissful sleeping experience. Now let's move on to the tool number two. And the tool number two has to do with your eyes. And your eyes, guys, are a part of your nervous system. They are literally a part of your brain that is sticking out to look into the world and give you a little bit more information about what's happening out there, right? Because your brain is in this black box and doesn't doesn't get a lot of time out. So your eyes help to gather this visual information and your eyes being a part of your nervous system also change um, when your nervous system state changes, when your mental emotional state changes. So your eyes, your gaze also becomes different, but you can also use it in reverse order and use your eyes changing where you look, how you look at things to change the state of your nervous system. How does it work exactly in this example? When you are in more of a flight and fight response, more like ready to go, ready to fight, you know, excited, maybe a little bit more on a stress side. So your gaze goes more focused. Your vision becomes more narrow. That just happens automatically. But also what happens automatically, when you look at your phone and your gaze is very focused, or you look at your computer for several hours a day uh, in a very focused, narrow manner, you also get yourself into more of a fight and flight state, more anxious state. And so you, if you want to get more relaxed, you do the opposite. You get out there and 
somewhere where you can look more broadly. Uh, perhaps ideal situation if you can look at the horizon or have some really uh, like big uh, and wide viewpoint. That's ideal. But even in your room, just kind of gaze nowhere. Just allow your eyes to not be focused on anything for uh, two, three minutes. And you'll notice how you instantly relax because of that. Because rest and digest state, that is the state when your eyes in that consuming all or getting it all in every all of your surroundings state. And so you're not focused. You just kind of like uh, your peripheral vision is activated. So you can easily see uh, what's happening in, in the corners of your eyes, right? And you're not focused on anything specifically and your eye muscles are more relaxed as well. So all of that are signs of you being in more rest and digest state in a calmer state. Also great for confidence when, again, you're about to deliver maybe important, you have, you're going to have important conversation or um, about to deliver an important talk or have any a negotiation where you need to stay calm. So just get out there or somewhere and put yourself in a state where with your eyes for two, three minutes, you're not focused on anything. You're kind of just using more of your peripheral vision and allow everything to come into your viewpoint. Um, if you have the capability to look at the horizon, that's like, that's like the best. It relaxes you completely and also allows you what research shows to think in a more bigger picture way. And that usually relaxes us because even the most difficult situation in life, when we look at the bigger picture of our life, it seems not as big and not as significant. And we relax about it. We're like, well, that too shall pass and we'll figure things out, right? You You are able to get into that state better when you look at the horizon, when you visually expand your um, sight and you use a lot of, a lot more percentage of your eyes and peripheral vision, right? Not just focused on your like phone or computer or one point in front of you. So your eyes, um, as we've already discussed in a few podcast episodes here, are also a tool that you can use to either focus better or to help yourself to think of a bigger picture and to change the state of your nervous system from fight and flight and more anxious to more rest, digest and relax, right? More relaxed, it's bigger picture. Think about seeing more, but not focusing on anything. If you want to be more focused, more alert, more, um, I don't know, a little bit on edge, right? right? Um, ready to deliver very, I don't know, something very focused and um, in general being a little bit more tense. Sometimes you need this too to get things done. So focus, gaze, that's what you're going to use. You can look at your phone, but I usually recommend to stare at one point whenever you need to get into that state, more focused state. And the last tool for today is the tool of measurement. You can actually measure and um, Andrew Huberman, one of the greatest neuroscientists uh, out there these days, well, uh, greatest because he is also a great educator and doesn't just sit in the lab, but also uh, creates all these practical tools based on neuroscience research and shares shares it with all of us, with the world, so generously. Um, anyhow, so uh, 
yesterday I attended one of his classes and he was talking about how you can measure the way you can adjust the state of your nervous system and how you how stress resilient you are what it basically means how fast and easy can you go from stressed let's say to relaxed or from relaxed to ready to go right how good you are at that how good you are at modulating your own nervous system the state of your nervous system and the test is very simple and your Huberman recommends to use it um, at the same time of the day, because at different times of the day, we usually have uh, different ability to control our nervous system and just our physiological state is also um, different. So he recommends to do it uh, in the morning because you usually before the day starts, we're kind of in the same state. And the test is very simple. You'll need a timer on our phones. We'll have timers. So use that. What you're going to do is you're going to breathe in fully, like as much oxygen as you possibly can, breathe it all in, and then you got to have a controlled breath out, and you need to try to be breathing out, not holding your breath at the end, but breathing out for as long as possible. So a little bit of visual, not visual, auditory uh, demonstration. So breathe in. And breathe out as long as you can. So I could be breathing out for much longer, but the point is you want to be controlling your breathing out process. And you need to time that. How long can you be breathing out without... Uh, sitting there and just holding your breath with your lungs empty, right? So the breathing out duration, like how long is it for you? And so Andrew Huberman said that if your breath out time is below 20 seconds, it means that you are not that, not so, it's not bad, but you just, your adjustment of your own state and you're going from stress to relax, from relaxed to excited and ready to go, you don't have a good handle on that, meaning you're not as flexible. It's going to take you a little bit more time and work to get from one state and to the other to switch between, you know, stressed, excited, ready to go to relaxed and rest and digest. If your timing is between 20 and 45, you are kind of on the moderate side, pretty good. Um, and then anything <clears throat> um, after 40 seconds, you know, closer to like 50 and 60, you're really good at it, at modulating your own nervous system. I, I was 35 seconds, so I'm kind of average. And I actually thought that I was on that side. Sometimes I'm pretty good at modulating my own state, but sometimes it takes me a while to come down or to get back up, right? So do do this test. And also the more you practice things like different breath work, types of breath work or meditation, the better you'll get. So um, I'm now on a quest to improve my timing. But that's how you also know, like if you wake up one morning and your breathing out time for some reason is much shorter, it means maybe you didn't have good enough sleep, maybe you were quite stressed over the course of the past few days, and that's why also your timing might uh, change a lot. And that's what that's that also means that you might need to look more into your recovery uh, these days. Also good uh, measurement of training recovery, it seems 
So here you go, guys. Three cool tools that are absolutely technology-free that you can use to adjust the state of your nervous system, to adjust your mental and emotional state. You know, what I like to do if I'm about to have an important conversation and I know I'm going to get emotional and I need to be as calm as I possibly can be, what I do before the conversation, I take those three deep breaths, four counts in, eight counts out. And also, if I'm in the middle of some situation and I feel like my emotions are rising and they're not allowing me to make the best possible decisions, I'm going to do breathing exercise right then and there. Even if there is a person in front of me, I'm going to take that deep breath. Just breathe in and breathe out really, really slowly. Um, People usually react pretty fine to that. Um, A lot of people are aware of this practice, um, at least on some level. And if people are not, they will ask you, you know, might be an interesting also conversation, kind of side sidetrack from all the tension and pressure in the conversation. But yeah, um, if I'm in the middle of something and I feel like something is coming up, I'll do this breathing. And then um, I'm always blown away by how fast I can compose myself back and continue. Whereas when I was a kid, you know, I would just get nervous and I wouldn't be able to stop it. Uh, I just couldn't do anything with that and the conversation or the interaction wouldn't go as well. So now I feel like I'm in more control. Uh, I can change my state. Emotions will still arise, but I can change them and get back into my best state to address this issue, this situation. Because guys, being stressed, overwhelmed, and um, emotional, it doesn't help anything. People st- start to react to you like to a crazy person. And all- also, your thinking gets compromised. You don't make best decisions. Um, so it's not good for anyone. So breathing, very powerful. Gaze, also very powerful, especially if you feel like at this moment you're focused too much on a specific issue, a specific problem, and it's like the whole world is consumed by it. Getting out there more often, I'm lucky to have this horizon view where I can see sunrise every morning. So getting out there and just switching your gaze for a couple of minutes, it really helps. It really relaxes you and helps you to think of what's a bigger picture and what's more important right now. Not just this thing, but actually there is a whole world out there, right? And then if you want to wake up and you want to kind of feel into where you are, Today, with your nervous system adjustment, how well did you, like, are you recovered or or not? Um, Should you approach your day with your full intensity or should you calm yourself down a little bit and maybe recover more, right? You can do this test. So how cool is that, guys? Try this test. Let me know how they work for you. I'm sure they're going to work for you. I'm just, what I hear your personal experience. So reach out, Angela at brainbreakthroughcoach.com or on Instagram at one thousand year young Angela Sharina reach out and um, I actually posted the gazing exercise on my Instagram just yesterday 17 seconds video so check it out um, tell me how you do with this exercises and especially in real life like in real life not just in practice but in real life that's what where awesome stuff happens Thank you for tuning in, guys, today. Um, very happy to share with you these tools. On Sunday, we're going to have another Digital Nomad Story episode. And till then, use the tools, experiment, reach out to share. And till next time, as usual, this time, practice breathing.